Today on Happy Second Views, Timothy Chalamet and Elizabeth Moss, two memorable performances in two memorable films. Hey guys, I'm Josh Horowitz. I am in Toronto, Canada, and so is Sammy. Confirmed. Sammy Confirmed. Can confirm. We are officially they let us out of the country. In the land of Tim Hortons and mm -hmm. loonies. We've learned what a loony is. One dollar, one dollar right. coin, I've one learned, Canadian I've dollar. What the six refers to. You didn't know. I didn't. And know. you still don't really know. I can't name a Drake song. I'm gonna be honest. I know, and but you like have a different reason for why it's called the six. You've been like the area code, the zip code. Okay. You just name different codes. For context, uh, mm. we have been talking to a thousand people for MTV, as always at the Toronto Film Festival. Maybe my favorite festival of the year until January comes around, and then I say it's Sundance. Yeah. Um, but for now, it's Toronto. Favorite and festival. Uh, that happens September. around the Jewish holidays. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so we've been playing a little silly uh, Canadian kind of trivia game, and part of it is what does the six refer to? And clearly, I don't even know. But anyway, the important anyway. part is we've been having a lot of fun seeing a bunch of movies. Yes. Um, a lot of famous people. So many famous Real, people. Just oh my God. on the streets. I saw Viggo Mortensen walking around in denim. Mm, I win. I saw Ted Danson and Mary <laughs> Steenburgen. Okay. okay. Um, and we've been talking to a lot of cool people, mm -hmm. two of which we're going to share with you today on this uh, special little edition of Happy Second Fused. It, I say little because they're, they're shorter conversations, you should, just for context. So not in terms of height no, or anything. because Timothy's actually length. pretty tall. Elizabeth yeah. Moss isn't that tall. Um, but yes, these were video interviews for MTV uh, that we're sharing the audio of. So, so for, for some context, they're shorter, they're about 15 minutes each, a little bit less even, and maybe you might miss some of the verbal cues. For instance, in Timothy Chalamet, uh, there are awkward handshakes and strange mm -hmm. awkwardness from Timothy and me. So you're It's a reason that. to go watch it. Exactly. Yeah. So you can enjoy this mm -hmm. on the treadmill or in your car or wherever you are, mm -hmm. but then for further benefit, Get thee to a computer screen. You can watch it. Watch it and enjoy it. You should watch it without sound and then listen to it and see if you can sync it up. Yeah, exactly that's, right. That's, that's a goal. <laughs> that's as what they I'm going to do. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, later on in the podcast is Elizabeth Moss. We'll talk about that in a second. But for now, I just want to tee up Timothy Chalamet. You know him, you love him. He's, of course, been on the podcast before. He's in the new film, Beautiful Boy. Uh, this is a heartbreaking performance. He plays a young addict. Uh, his dad is Steve Carell. Uh, and uh, two exceptional performances. I mean, it, the whole cast is great, but those two in, in particular are amazing. I would not be surprised to see Timothy uh, Oscar-nominated again. And, yeah, uh, yeah, important notes yes. about this. Yes. When Timothy Chalamet walked into the room, Why he... Why do you say it like that? As he's, he's French, and okay. that's the right way then to say it. Then you should say Timothée, which is the official. Timothée Chalamet. Okay, okay. Uh, he came in and he shook every person's hand. This is true. Except for me. Uh, Classic Radcliffe. I was move. at the end of the line and I missed it, but <laughs> it's fine. But you're special now. Well, he was too intimidated by your presence. Timothy, come back. <laughs> uh, but he was really lovely, wearing a bright Hawaiian shirt that he changed into for you. It was an exclusive. Yeah, happy it was ex exclusive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And yes. he was great. He was in good spirits. Uh, kind of, you know, if you've heard interviews with him, if you've heard the past podcast, you know the conversations with him go all over the place in the best possible way. Uh, but I really enjoyed uh, catching up with him. It's been exactly one year since actually I met Timothy uh, when it was him and Army here for uh, Call Me By Your Name. So a great I pleasure. I remember that. Of course. <laughs> a great pleasure to catch up with him now. So much has happened in the last year. Uh, I know you guys are going to enjoy this conversation. So I guess without any further ado, enjoy this one. On the other side, we'll tee up Elizabeth Moss. Uh, but as always, one quick reminder, 
rate, review, and subscribe. Happy, sad, confused. Do it for Timmy. Do it for Timmy Tay. <laughs> Timate. <laughs> uh, and check out Beautiful Boy when it's in theaters. I think it's October 12th. Let's go with that. October 12th. Uh, and enjoy this conversation in the meantime. Timothy Chalamet. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> I was just saying, this is, this is our one-year anniversary. This is our one-year anniversary, although I feel like I've known you longer. Well, we're old souls. So we're, miss, we're, we're missing an army. We're missing a hammer. <laughs> we're going to make do. Okay. Um, congratulations, man, on the film. Thank you. Beautiful Boys, the film, it's um, moving audiences uh, like no other film. It's, it's powerful stuff. Thank you. Uh, let's talk first, just I'm curious, like, let's take the temperature a year later mm -hmm. since we first met how your life has changed, because you, you've been through a lot. You went yeah. through the whole crazy ride, uh, the award circuit. So what's changed? What hasn't changed? Like, is the cell phone number, has that changed? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, yes. Uh, no. But, um, you know, I, I guess things have changed. The best, things I, the best thing I could have done for myself was work on a movie right after all of it, and that was really the healthiest thing to do. I worked on an adaptation of... Henry V that Shakespeare wrote and, um, and uh, both literally and metaphorically like got back in the mud mm -hmm. and that was, that was a really smart thing to do and I got to work with Joel Edgerton and Robert Pattinson and Sean Harris and a lot of actors I really admire and, uh, and but besides that, I don't know, I, I often say I don't want to sound cheesy but it's true but like really I just feel full of gratitude and last year was an amazing thing to be here and I was here with three films last year and it was a lot of fun talking to you and being there with Army, but it was all very new, yeah. and I didn't quite know how to do it, and every spot was new, and every person I was talking to was new. And then just <laughs> a year later now, I can kind of not relax, because I'm right. still a mess, but, um, <laughs> but like, I don't know, I feel like I, feel like I know you yeah. in some way, so well, it's, it's going for a little high five there, sorry. <laughs> well, raise raise my hand okay. awkwardly, sorry. <laughs> And I left you hanging. Master of awkwardness. Okay. <laughs> no, that's my title. Yes. Fusion um, <laughs> of awkwardness. Uh, the co-captains of awkwardness. Um, it's curious, though, like, the whole fame thing is insane. And, like, you had to deal with, like, an unusual mm. amount of it in a different, like, mm. way. And it's funny, like, you mentioned working with Pattinson. Mm. Because, like, I, you know, I've experienced watching this with mm. people like him, with your buddy Ansel. Mm. Like, there's a certain kind of fame that yeah. you've dealt with in the last year. Yeah. Has anyone given you kind of good advice or is there is that something that you can take advice about I don't know I I either? feel like again I feel full of gratitude for it all we did the premiere of our film last night and it was pretty crazy and I if anything I just feel like suspicious of how much I enjoy of it <laughs> and uh, and it's good you don't want to be too jaded one year into the oh no no, no I I feel um you know I've like just working with Steve Carell on something or that's the first thrill is meeting artists yeah. and and people on the music side, on the film side, of, that I've that I'm fans of, and like getting to work with them—that's crazy. Um, and I think there's a certain like guilt or self-loathing that comes with being in projects that you you yourself as an artist don't find the merit in or right. the worth. And then I guess maybe people stop you in the street and you feel like self-loathing about it or something. But I don't have that because I'm really proud of what I've worked on. And like, call me by your name and Lady Bird; those are two movies that were made on a very small budget, and um, and I don't know, I, I got into acting, and I, I did a play in New York called Prodigal Son three, four years ago, and and I've, it's beautifully written, it deals with like the ascent into adulthood of, of, of a young person who like thinks intellectually, and I, I thought we did a good job, and 
and nobody my age really came to see it. Understandably, too, because the the tickets were not really affordable for young people, and, like, I just kind of was starting to get this impression of, like, wait a second, is acting, like, am I getting into opera here, like ballet or something? Is my my foraying into a medium of art that is like wearing its welcome or, or do young people not like movies as mm. much as I do or acting or whatever and what was amazing last year was I felt like no like audiences are yearning and are um, thirsty for uh, films that feel like urgent and relevant and like they deal- can emotionally connect yeah with. they can connect yeah, with yeah, and, yeah. and not the same literally not literally some of the same stories that we see done again and again and again and um and uh, to that point, I wanted to say one more thing that just, uh, that, um, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, and that's, that's, that's the, the, I mean, I think of like Reddit Gerwig or the Safdie brothers or Luca or, um, you know, people that are making movies that are told in new ways with like, and, and, and with patterns of storytelling that are not patterns. Right. You, 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 you don't sit down and go, okay, th- these tropes lead me to believe it's going here. Sorry, I'm rambling. No, I'm no, no, no. Boring, <laughs> I'm, cu- I'm curious because like this film uh, obviously deals with addiction and in, in a way that very few, very few films I've ever seen have in a very, seemingly very realistic way. Um, and it's a, one of our longer conversations nearly a year ago was sort of about um, kind of to reduce it to a simplified way, like uh, kind of staying on the straight and narrow and not like wasting your opportunity mm. that you've been given. Mm. Um, and I'm curious, like, did that, did that, because you had already shot yeah. this film. Yeah. And did some of that mindset come out of working on a film like this and being in the mindset of, of someone that was close to losing it all? And I think maybe in like in the opposite, like, Kind of in that line of thinking, but more if any if I took anything from playing someone like um, like Nick Chef or, or trying to interpret it in the best way possible, it's like that immediacy of moment to moment thinking, and um, and it's something that like rubs off very clearly with like Nick and David when you hang out with them. Is a tremendous gratitude for life yeah. and a respect for life. Um, I feel like that's what the the movie's about in some ways too. Is like like um, I don't know, like respect life, like no, 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 not not literally, but uh, um, yeah, I feel, and to that point too. Sorry, I'm a little all over the place, but you know that my podcast, no. your podcast, I was all over the <laughs> place with you. But place. like, um, yeah. but uh, like, yeah, there was an impression shooting this movie. I mean, I shot a movie called Hot Summer Nights three, four years ago too, and like, I remember thinking I might not ever get an opportunity to be a lead of a movie again, and it was like every scene I knew exactly what. I uh, was trying to do, and um, I feel that urgency now, like, you know, they, I don't know if literally or, like, economically you can point to the numbers, but, like, the film industry, it's, I don't, I, I like, shrinking's not even the right word, it's just, like, the roadmaps, the, the studio system, all that, it's, yeah. it's not there anymore, like, I, like, Beautiful Boys and Amazon film, the first thing I worked on last year, after last year, was a Netflix film, so, um, but I think it's kind of great, it, it, and there's, like, the return of, like, this mid-budget movie now, like, and I Netflix has brought back the, the rom-com exists yeah. again like you can find it on in an awesome way <laughs> yeah. and uh, where like I think in the 80s and 90s I mean I'm not I'm not like a I'm not my filmography isn't as good as a lot of people's but like I, my understanding is like in the 90s there was like a, like a great like Link Ladder there was like mm-hmm. the whole great uh, there's a lot of great independent film obviously through the 2000s but then like I think of like the late 2000s there was like kind of this transition mm-hmm. that's where I'm not envious of being 22 at the time and I'm grateful to be at this yeah. age now was like this is such an interesting 
time in film and in, in, in like TV and all that. So I'm curious. Um, I haven't seen Lucas's new film, um, uh, yeah. Ben is Back yet. But yeah. did you? I mean, you guys obviously go back to Lady Bird, your buddies. Did you discuss the fact that you were tackling roles that were? Yeah. Tackling some of the same Man, issues. Absolutely, and uh, Ben is back. Has has a uh, Gene Black, who's the makeup artist on Beautiful Boy, mm. so uh, legendary makeup artist, like really extraordinary. And uh, so I don't know. Down to the physical symptoms, they might be very similar. I haven't seen Ben is back yet, but I know Lucas like he feels a lot of the very uh, like similar about a lot of the things I'm talking about. I, I know we both feel like really grateful that like especially Lady Bird like that that like resonated um, with people and such a way it was really like I got to see a college screening of Lady Bird like on a college campus and it was just so um like I don't know it was like people laughing at things that our parents maybe wouldn't get yes. you know and there's something thrilling about that and like um so yeah what's what's a uh, what's Greta's script for Little Women seems like. amazing this is present day is that I've heard that is it set in present day Sacramento um Oh God! How much am I allowed to talk about this? Okay, well, like, so, well, I don't say, know. Not really. Okay, that's fine. But like, so generally, uh, just curious, like your reaction to it. Like, does it does it feel like the same writer of Lady Bird? Is it? Well, certainly. Like that. That's what I said to Greta. Like, I I would do. Like, um, I made a yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I made a joke to her. Like, like literally, I like just just point me in the role. Like, I'll just wherever. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and. Uh, no, it's a really extraordinary script, um, and and I don't know. I'm really looking. You know, I just played uh, Henry V and the King, and uh, that was just like <laughs> that was one of the most surreal things. I mean, I, I'm so excited for people to see that because, and that's what really excited me about doing it. I just had this impression like people were gonna be like, "Wait, he did what?" After like, yeah. and God, I, I have some gratitude again. Like, I don't know if, how many people have the experience of like walking down. It wasn't literally Westminster Abbey, but we shot an amazing church in Lincoln in England, and you know, you're going to walking down a procession and people are like chanting. It's like, I'm this American kid from New York. Like I was on the <laughs> two train a month right, ago. Or like, maybe it does feel right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it feels too right, yeah. <laughs> no, so, uh, uh, Nah, uh, shoot. We were That's okay. About. I was trying to dig for Little Women's Dirt, and it's too early. But, but here's here's another film that I mentioned when you sat down. That there's nothing I'm more excited about than you potentially working with Denis Villeneuve mm. on an adaptation of Dune. Yeah. Uh, what can you say about it? Um, because again, if you're gonna do something on that scale, I feel like this is the way to do it. I feel like we've talked about that. Yeah, we talked we about did. the Dark Knight a lot in yeah. your office in New York, and um, and. Uh, it's really interesting because I was like, I guess I was 12, I was in eighth grade. I was going into eighth grade when The Dark Knight came out and I went to see it in Times Square, AMC Empire 25, 7.30 with my grandma and my mom. And, uh, and I was like, this is amazing. What is, who, who, who is Heath Ledger? How, this is like, I want to do this. Yeah. And then you go to drama school and then like people like whip out like French New Wave movies as their favorite movies and you're like, oh, I need to like, figure <laughs> out what my pretentious movies are. So then you like watch Paul Thomas Anderson movie. No, I'm kidding. And like, <laughs> love PTA, I want to work with him. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, like, uh, but then, you know, you watch movies like Punch Drunk Love or whatever for me, it was like James White or The Master. And I thought, okay, this is really exciting. Yeah. I want to work on things like that. And these like small character behavior-based dramas. And that's what I, I would hope like Call Me By Your Name was and Lady Bird and Beautiful Boy, they were like very intimate studies. But then like the dream is like, you know, it's like the theater to be rocking, you know? <laughs> and, um, I, I mean, literally, not yeah. like, and uh, not like people like jamming out. And, um, <laughs> and like, and it's a Denis Villeneuve. He like, you know, I, uh, I saw him and Christopher Nolan at a, at a, at 
a, like whatever party in can or something yeah. and I, I was just like those are the those are the yeah, those, are, those the, are the guys that know how to work on that scale that and that's exactly it is yeah. like yeah and uh and i ironically like lady burn and a lot of people saw those movies but like they both of those Denine and chris those are like so i'm just so excited and also to work on something of that scale that um like the, I'm I'm not afraid of the green screenisms of it, and and I, and and of it all. I don't know how he's wanting to do it anyway, so I don't know if that's going to be a component. Right. But I'm just talking like the big budget nature of it. Like I can imagine on something else, particularly for these long shooting periods, you can get there on a certain day and be like, "What am I doing? Like, right. what is this?" Co-? Or like the like like Michael Keaton and Birdman or something right. like <laughs> that, like that that experience. Yeah. And but what's amazing with Denise, his movies are like so rapidly intelligent and um and meeting with him at Cannes I felt like um I really I felt way like I felt I was with someone like that was unequivocally smarter than me in every way like which is an awesome you want to associate with yeah with him and then and then lastly in that regard like to work on um something that's of that scale but you know um, Mr. Herbert's book is like is 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 not only regarded as an incredible piece of sci-fi but of like his American literature and and you have all these incredible sci-fi auteurs, and you think about Star Wars or whatever, that openly say that Dune was right. the, the source material. And, um, and then lastly, I'll just say, like, I, I, I've worked on things that aren't based on source material, and I've worked on things that, have, are, that are, and I just got to say it helps so much when there's, like, a literary background. And that goes for the acting of it, but I think it also goes for, like, audiences or people that yeah. are aware of the stories. And, and, like, I just hold the book. And I'm like, are you just re- reading and rereading? Yeah, and it's over just and over so again? like, and it's it's so dense. Yeah, and I just that, again that that makes me not worried about like the big budget nature of it all. Like, right. it's just there's so much there, and like the themes are so oh, it's epic in it's every so possible epic, way. You know? I'm like, <laughs> ah, I'm so excited! Wait. I can't wait. Uh. We're gonna talk a lot about that. Congratulations on all the success. Much, much more to come. Beautiful boys, an amazing piece of Thank work. Thank you. Uh, not surprising. Thanks, Josh. Uh, and, uh, Wait, this is the way we end these, right? Yeah, what, what, you want an awkward high five or something? How do you want to do No, this? what do we do with Army? No, we did the faces. Oh, we're going to do Happy Second Fuse. Yeah, that's yeah. after the cameras. Uh, oh, okay, that's uh, after. Okay, that's coming okay. soon, guys. Okay, okay. It's good to see you, buddy. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and an awkward ending. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh. all right, nice. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That was Timothy Chalamet, of course, and we continue now with this special Toronto Film Festival edition of Happy Second Fused. Live from Toronto. We're not live, Sammy. You don't know how this works, clearly. Wait, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now we're going to talk to someone that's not been on the podcast before, uh, the amazingly talented Elizabeth Moss. Yes. I mean, what, a, what an amazing Crazy. actor. What a talent. Uh, of course, you know her and love her from uh, The Handmaid's Tale most recently, uh, which is a phenomenon in and of itself. She was here in the Toronto at the Toronto Film Festival for a new film directed by Alex Ross Perry, who she's worked with before. It's called Her Smell, and it's quite a performance, I have to say. She plays Becky something. That's the actual name of the character. <laughs> I was like, did you, did you, why don't you just Google it? No, no, actually, <laughs> Got I, it. no, that's it. And she's like a punk rocker who is part of a big uh, a girl group, and she's basically kind of, a little Courtney Love-ish, like kind of like has gone through it, you know, substance problems. Like she, she's not at her best, uh, and it's quite a journey for this character. And it's a hell of a performance, a performance, and she really puts it all out there as she always does. Um, and she was delightful, wasn't she? Great. I, I, I'm a little speechless from her <laughs> because, as a West Wing fan, yeah. as a Mad Men fan, I mean, Peggy Olsen walking down the hallway 
with her, you know, her sunglasses. That was like the background on my computer for a while. Was it really? Yeah. Wow. And then, you know, my favorite comedy, Handmaid's Tale. It's just <laughs> it's a like, laugh riot. yeah. Between all, of, I was just like, oh my god, she's real. Oh, someone's excited. What's oh, that? God. Oh God, Timothy, Timothy Chalamet, leave the room now, please, <laughs> Timothy. For, for, for context, we are taping this podcast uh, intro. The live studio with, with like ten people in a room. And one person just had to screw it Crystal up. Bell from MTV <laughs> News uh, was just watching BTS videos on her Probably, phone. Probably, very likely. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, back to the main event. Uh, enjoy this chat with Elizabeth Moss. Uh, her smell, I don't think it has distribution quite yet. A lot of films come to Toronto um, looking for distribution. I'm sure it will land somewhere soon. We should buy it. You mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're starting Happy, a label. Happy Sad Confused presents. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> <laughs> um, enjoy this chat with Elizabeth Moss, and uh, hope you enjoy the special edition of Happy Sad Confused, straight from Toronto. From the six. Oh, that's Toronto, right? Yes. Very good. Elizabeth Moss, oh my God. Here we are, yes. Toronto Film Festival. Yes. You feel the energy, the magic? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you do. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the film. Thank the you. The film is uh, Her Smell, Alex Ross Perry. I got a chance to see it last night. Thanks this for is, coming. It was, uh, it's quite a ride. This is it quite is. a character. It is. a little intense. Um, I was saying when you walked in, like, am I getting Becky or am I getting <laughs> Becky wouldn't be here. No. No, she'd be here around 7. Exactly. A.M. tomorrow. I think that's the <laughs> refrain in the movie. Like, does anybody know where Becky yeah. is? Um, so, yes, to contextualize, uh, you play uh, this amazing character, this uh, singer, this leader of this uh, girl group um, who is clearly struggling through mm. the years. Just give me a sense of sort of what boxes this checks for you. This feels like quite an opportunity for an actor. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, it's a crazy role. It was very, it was very difficult. I think I actually underestimated how hard it was going to be. I concentrated so much on the music part of it for about five months before. Yeah. Um, I was shooting season two of Handmaid's Tale and I had a, um, a great guitar teacher, Eddie, in Toronto and he, you know, I was concentrating so much on the music part and, um, and then when I actually got to shooting, I was kind of like, oh wow, this role is actually really, really difficult. Um, I don't know how people do s drugs because playing somebody on drugs is really hard. I was so say, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's just a, it takes a lot of energy. Well, it's kind of, kind of role, like, I'm wondering, like, is this quote unquote a fun role? I would think it's like, it's, it, it must be very freeing as an actor because you can kind of go places and act in such an uninhibited way that you can't normally. But it's also, I don't know, it just feels, very, it does seem very challenging, but yeah. it's that rewarding too day to day or while you're in it, is it stressful? It wasn't super fun, honestly, yeah. a lot of the time. It was fun once we, like, did it and got it and felt good about it. Yeah. Um, but she's so intense. And, and it's one of the first times I've ever actually felt like being inside someone's head and playing a character that was that crazy and that, um, you know, going through so much and high and all that. It was actually hard. It was not the most enjoyable experience sometimes. Did you shoot it in sequence? Because, I mean, I guess, I don't know if this reveals anything, but there's an arc to where yeah. she goes in her life. Yeah. She's not always kind of like in this kind of messed up way. Yeah, there are five acts, basically right. five scenes, um, sort of structured like a play. Um, and, uh, you know, we shot acts one and three first because they were on the same right. uh, set. So, sorry, 
one, five, and three. Right. Or something. The backstage kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then I think two and four, but um, or something like that. Uh, but, uh, you know, so we shot a little out of order. Okay. Started with one, then went to the end. Got it. So t- let's talk about the, the singing aspect, the performative aspect of this. Um, just like who, you know, who are you, are you patterning this character and the vocal performance and the presentational style after anyone in particular? Did you have people in mind? Not really. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it, it is obviously inspired by a lot of the sort of riot girl movement and right. those punk bands. Um, and we listen to a lot of music, me and Aggie and Gail, who play my bandmates, uh, a lot of things that I'd never listened to before because I'm not that cool. So like <laughs> things like L7, Elastica and all this stuff, mm-hmm. Bikini Kill, you know, things like that. Um, and, you know, it's just all about the aggression and the frustration and the movement and the, um, the political movement, I mean, the feminist movement. And it's, it's, you know, so no, I just kind of tried to concentrate on that and, yeah. and make it sound as authentic as possible. That part was kind of scary, too. Um, some amazing performances in the film, and, and one that's like kind of heartbreaking and beautiful towards the end uh, with you at the piano. Oh, yeah. Um, is that one, like, a, I mean, it's obviously a much different kind of performance than the others. Um, was one in particular on your mind a lot as you prepared? Was there one that was like, I need to kind of... Like one of the performances? Yeah. Heaven, yeah, probably. Heaven, which um, is what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. So I cover Brian Adams' Heaven uh, on the piano, and it was the scary thing was that it was one take. So the other things, yeah. obviously, we were we could edit around. Um, the but the that was we written as it was going to be just one take, one angle. So right. it's like over four minutes, and I don't play the piano, <laughs> uh, so uh, I can now play that song sort of. Right. Um, but you know, one mistake, three minutes in, and you're like. <laughs> Back to the top. Uh, and yeah, you know, I was t- I was terrified. My heart was pounding, and and I think there was one take that we were like, okay, that I think was it, and that's yeah. the one that's in the movie. That's great. Did you did you so growing up? Did you have dreams of being a singer in a band? Any of that? Not really. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I can sing, and I've never really sung professionally, but um, no, nah, I mean, not really. I've always wanted to do a musical. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's more like a, you know, like more of a Broadway musical. Right. Um, but this was cool. I would love to play Rockstar again. Doing the concerts or gigs or whatever you call them. <laughs> <laughs> I call them concerts. You sold it. Because I'm so lame. <laughs> we were doing the concerts. <laughs> the assembled uh, crowds and yes. such and so forth. You know, inside the venues. <laughs> the arenas, if you will. So punk. <laughs> So punk, you guys, really selling it. Um, it was really, it was really fun though. And, and me and Aggie and Gail, when we did the first one, we covered this song, "Another Girl, Another Planet," and we did one. And we were so nervous, and we did. None of us are musicians, and we did one take, and and we were like, again, again, again. We just wanted to do it over and over and over. And we actually had to go back and reshoot that, like one camera angle of it because there was something, something wrong, wrong with the camera and um, we were so excited that we got to go back and do it again <laughs> being a musician and a rock star is so cool it's like going to punk rock fantasy camp yeah <laughs> awesome so if you could so I'm giving you the opportunity to form your fantasy group you're the lead who's who's going to be in your girl band who's in your punk rock that's so hard that is such a hard question <laughs> that's terrible uh, what's wrong with wonderful? you um, <laughs> how dare you I mean can, I'm going to take the easy route and I'm just, I mean my bandmates Gail, Gail Rankin and Aggie Dean were just they were incredible and and um, as long as we can actually just not 
have to play right. and just pretend, <laughs> I think we would be great. We actually did joke about touring with our one song and play and play. There it is again. <laughs> back to the top again. One more time. You know you love it, guys. Let's hear it again. You loved it the first ten times. You're gonna love it the next ten. <laughs> Do the one song. And then an encore, which is just the other song. Right. <laughs> um, so when you were saying dreams of a Broadway musical, is there any one in particular you have in mind? Yeah, they're all the ones I want to do. I have to wait a little bit because it's to be a little bit older. Okay. Um, I want to do Gypsy. We can play Mama Rose, and I want to do Sunset Boulevard. Amazing. Yeah. So catch that in twenty. <laughs> Coming soon. Coming soon. Twenty forty five. Twenty forty five. Get your tickets now. <laughs> Those are just your roles. I can understand that. Um, uh, so, what I was going to say, um, just briefly on Handmaids, I mean, this is a show that continues on and continues to kind of reverberate throughout the world beyond, like, the landscape of television. Talk to me about what it's like to see it, you know, Supreme Court protests, et cetera, to see it uh, rear its head there. It's crazy. It's crazy and, uh, you know, incredible. I mean, I wish it wasn't that was worth the circumstances that yeah. they you know that it was happening in but um but it is obviously amazing to see that costume and and people using it in that in that way and the fact that you can just see that visual yeah. and immediately know what it stands for um obviously we can't take credit for that fully you know i mean that's margaret atwood um but you know it's it's i mean it's amazing it's cool to be part of something that it feels like it's not just a TV show anymore, but it's become something bigger. Um, you know, again, kind of wish that wasn't the case. Wish it was just a, a right. crazy, weird fantasy. Um, but it does mean something to me. It is. It does, it does mean a little bit more to me. I can imagine. Um, another project that I want to mention. Have you started shooting the Jordan Peele project? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan's follow-up to Get Out. Yeah. We know nothing about it, pretty much. Yeah. It's called Us. I don't know anything about it either. Okay, that yeah. must be challenging. I love Jordan Peele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I say I got yeah, it. Yeah. Um, so what's it been like? What, what, uh, you can't say anything, of course. But, like, really, but... but does it feel of the same mind of Get Out? Does it fit into that aesthetic, that mindset? It's like, um, God, like, so... I, fear of being murdered. Um, <laughs> it's Avengers 5, yes. Captain America. <laughs> yes. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I can say that, like, obviously he has a, a kind of a, a taste and a thing that he likes to do um, and likes to explore, um, you know, intelligent popcorn films, is I think how he describes it. Um, so it does have that, like, high entertainment value factor. Um, it, I mean, it's... It is going to be so fucking scary. <laughs> but it's also really smart and really interesting and funny and, and um, like, laugh out loud funny and, like, get out, you know? Yeah. I mean, that was, it was so smart, but it was also made you laugh and it was terrifying. Um, but working with him has been amazing. He's a really great director. Yeah. He's a really great director. And, like, it's been just fascinating watching him on set. I've just been, like, kind of observing and trying to pick up anything I can. Like, he's just really good. And, um, yeah, it's been it's been a really kind of very cool experience. going to be more excited. Very cool. Me uh, too. I'm excited. Uh, and wrapping it up, we are, of course, at the Toronto Film Festival. We're in Canada. You've spent a fair amount of time in Canada. You've, yeah. You've shot, have you shot Handmaids here? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. So for the past two years, I've spent, I mean, a year here total. Right. Yeah. Okay. So as a Canadian expert, some yes. Canadian questions as for you. Um, some terminology. Uh, what is the six refer to? The six? Don't look for help. Come on. The rafters. No. 
No. It's Toronto. It's Toronto? Drake. Drake. Dr oh, right, well, that's like really in the right ballpark, though. They're like Raptors, Drake, Toronto. It's like it's all the Wait, same. Well, thing. these are Canadian questions, can I, can I so answer, of course it's going to be. Just be Drake. <laughs> to everything. We're just going to move. Drake. On. <laughs> What's a loony? Drake. <laughs> What's a loony? That's two. That's two dollars. That's a two dollar coin. Okay. Which I call a toonie. <laughs> right. Not right. That's at all. moss lingo. Um, favorite um, Canadian Ryan? Would that be Gosling or Reynolds? Oh, Gosling. Gosling's winning by uh, Reynolds. Should I like back. Reynolds too, though. Yeah, I mean that's nothing. I mean nothing wrong with him. But you knew immediately in your heart of hearts. You knew. Don't we all? Search within Drake. yourselves. <laughs> uh, who should be on Canadian currency? Should it be Bieber, Drake, or Celine Dion? Drake. <laughs> and finally, in the most Canadian way possible, can you please apologize to me? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you did good here. Thank you. Uh, thanks for stopping by. Thank you Enjoy very the rest much. of your Toronto Film Festival, and everybody check out her smell when it uh, lands in theaters. Thank you. This Thank was you. fun. Thanks. And so ends another edition of Happy, Sad, Confused. Remember to review, rate, and subscribe to this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm a big podcast person. I'm Daisy Ridley, and I definitely wasn't pressured to do this by Josh. <laughs>